you know what I think? I think we have the hot girl accent where every in between, <laughs> in between every couple of sec as like sentences, we have a noise. It'd be like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Noel, you quiet. What's wrong with you? Because I'm mad. Uh, wait, I hold ordered on. Let's this. get into it. Hold on. All right, <laughs> y'all. Welcome to another episode of can I help Can you? Can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot her part big time. Oh, oh, don't worry, baby. We supplemented. All right, check us. What's going on, babe? Yeah, so let's oh what, God. What's going so, on. So, you know, I have I have someone coming to visit me, a friend of ours, Kay, on Monday. So I've been sending them stuff that I can't get here in Mexico or the like the the custom cost would just be too much. So I've been sending them stuff to their to their dorm. So I bought I was looking for this sweater that I wanted to get my partner because he really wanted it and I wanted to get him to, I wanted to, I was getting a Christmas gift for a, a really fucking early because I didn't want it to sell out and it's like something from 2015. So it's a Jeffrey Scott sweater from 2015. And so it was like, you know, I was in the K-pop video with um what's his name, 21. So we were watching it and he was like, oh my god, that sweater is so cool. I would really love that sweater. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna be the great girlfriend and find him that sweater for Christmas. So I found the fucking sweater. The sweater was on this one, it was on this site called LA Archives. Don't buy from this place, y'all. LA.archives do not buy from this place. I think I was scammed. It looks like a legit store. It looks like a legit online store, like all the other stores that I've been buying from. And I was like, you know, and then the first, they were like, so I bought it from their store. He messaged me and he was like, okay, blah, blah. So I bought it from the store and he was like, oh, I'm going to send it out tomorrow. So I was expecting to get it uh, the next day. No response. And then he didn't message me. So the day after that, I was like, hey, like, did you send it out or not? He's like, oh, my apologies. I didn't get to the post office soon enough. So he went out the next day. He sent it out. My perception of the thing is that he sent it out to me because it is the same exact zip code of the address that I was sending it to. So I was like, oh, there shouldn't be no worries. Like, I'm not in my head. I'm not thinking of no worries or nothing. But I was like, you know, I told my friend, like, hey, can you open the package for me and double check that it's the, it's the right sweater or that whatever it is what it is. So I'm looking <laughs> because it said delivered, but you know, like I just read delivered on the USPS. I didn't think of it twice. So <laughs> now I'm looking through the USPS thing. And because this person lives in the dorm, it would say delivered to receptionist or front desk. So the LA archives instead, it said delivered at USBF hub and picked up by individual. There was no one who picked that package up. So that was not me. And that was not Kay. So I was like, so I'm a little bit confused. There shouldn't be no individual pickup because, and it was like, oh, an individual picked it up at 302 that day. I'm like, I know for sure, because I didn't even tell the person who I was there. I just went to their dorm and they get like a message from their dorm. So I don't get like, you know, so they wouldn't even have known that that sweater was coming in anyways. So how would they have known to pick it up? So clearly he must have sent it to somebody that he knew in New York and they picked it up so that whatever. So I'm going to call the post office tomorrow to double check and be like, hey, like, where address was this sent to? Can I get like a, can I get like an email of confirmation of like where this was sent to so that I can report it on PayPal? 
Um, and I'm glad that I went through PayPal and not through something some other fucking system or some shit like that. Um, but PayPal, you can like report things. But I'm so mad because I really wanted that sweater. But also, I'm mad because that was a four hundred dollars sweater. So I was like, so I was so I'm big mad because I'm like that's four hundred dollars that was out of my pocket. And I was again, I was I was hoping to get this designer sweater. But now apparently, so I was scammed. I'm just I'm scammed. So I'm just I'm really pissed. Because there was no like, Wait, is it know. is it like, did you get a delivery as in its delivery transaction is complete? So on USPS it says delivered, but it says let me just pull it up because you know I'm <laughs> your girl's about to blow up on somebody tomorrow. So it's so it's supposed to say it's supposed to say delivered front desk reception mailroom. That's what it's supposed to say. Instead, it says delivered individual pickup at postal facility in New York. Your item was picked up at postal facility at 3.05 a.m. on May, blah, blah, blah. So that means someone picked it up and it wasn't, it wasn't, Wait, uh, it so, wasn't me. Can you take a screenshot of it so I can see? Yeah, yeah, in our building, for example, people always come with the same, oh, it says delivered, but it, the package isn't here. And I always tell them when it's going to be sent to like a building or to a place where there's a lot of packages being delivered, you have multiple drop-offs by multiple like same delivery people. Like if it's USPS, USPS drops off at least twice a day. And if they're, and if they're going to, like, let's say your item is to be sent on that day. Sometimes they'll click delivered on the building, but that doesn't mean that the first drop off will have your package. Maybe the next one will. So I was telling like, wait 24 hours and then report it just because it's, it's multiple like drop offs. But the fact that it says like delivery by individual, and then that's it. Like I would, I would, I would think it would be like a courier is now taking it. Is it coming yeah. from overseas? Cause that's what I'm thinking. It's the yeah. carrier because there's no individual picking up a package <laughs> at 3 a.m. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, it doesn't, open. something doesn't make sense. Something is not adding up. That's the I part that say, is bothering yeah. me. Yeah. Because I asked, I asked Kay and I was like, so the way that the way that packages works in Kay's dorm is that like they're so they get it. So it says delivered on one day, but they'll physically like get the package maybe two to three days later. Mm-hmm. It's already been three days and Kay hasn't gotten an email from their dorm being like, hey, this package was delivered. So I'm like, either this package was stolen from a UPS person themselves or this nigga said this is a wrong address. Or mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just this is this. It's just something is not adding up. It's also if it's directly to the dorm, then why would it say someone picks it up? And is that the right zip code? Yes, the right zip codes. That's the part that's confusing me. This shit is stressful when you like are waiting on an item that costs. <laughs> I fucking hate that. That's what I'm saying, and I'm like, it's an expensive item, so I'm like, oh, I don't want to feel stupid about buying from a small business and then the small business is actually scamming people per on May 9th <laughs> yeah it's been a few days I no mm-hmm, you be, I, I would turn Karen in a hot minute that's a girl you, you <laughs> if it wasn't late if it wasn't almost seven o'clock if it wasn't eight o'clock in the US of A's at New York Postal Service 
I would I trust me, I would have been I would have been on the phone call today trying to figure that shit out. They barely pick up their phone. Yeah, they do. They I try calling I try calling them sometimes, especially when I lost my key. I was like, yo, I just need to talk to somebody on how to do something. <sighs> and I had to show my ass right at a USPS just to get my question answered. Yeah. And I went to the wrong place. I remember I got back when I used to shop on Fashion Nova, which was the last time I shopped there because I spent a pretty penny. I'm talking about like a pretty fucking penny on some items that I wanted. And it's supposed to come in a big ass box. And all of a sudden I get it delivered from USP from USPS. I get delivered from Fashion Nova. Box is nowhere to be seen. Now I get it. I live in the I used to live in the hood. And you know, shit just disappears. But I have a camera and I could track that camera. And I saw the delivery guy, but no box. So I was like, hmm, this is around the time that Fashion Nova got a lawsuit on you know uh a claim of them either kind of duping their customers on delivery fees and whatever so i was like let me just quickly check i waited two days i went straight to my bank because i called well you're supposed to only email fashion over whatever they were like oh um after it leaves our facility we have nothing to do with the delivery i was like bet 100 so i called usps and they were and they had a representative call me back this motherfucker couldn't give a flying fuck he was like yeah when was it delivered i was like you don't see that (laughs) like you you delivered it you don't see what time or date he's like no like that's crazy i don't know what you about to do i was like call you (laughs) this is what i was about to do (laughs) just call you he's like yeah i don't know and i was like yeah i guess (laughs) I went to my bank and I got my money back because basically if you have a bank or if you paid it with a certain uh, like hub of a bank like PayPal, you can claim that you paid for services that weren't delivered, even if it says delivery, because what they'll do is reach out to that company or whatever. And if they don't get a response back, they just instantly uh, refund you. And how many days has it been? For mine, it's been, uh, it was the ninth, so today is the... Oh, so it's been three days. Three days. Yeah. yeah. Just contact your bank at this point. Tomorrow, early in the morning. So when the fuck is my shit, bitch? <laughs> but you're <laughs> not the only one, because I'm looking at this thread. And some people are like, oh, like, if that does happen, it means that um either the mail carrier um click the wrong button or someone stole it or i mean like it it was showed up at the facility like at a physical facility so it was delivered in new york in that zip code but picked up at the facility usually means that it's gonna go out it's like on a truck now waiting to get delivered yeah, yeah, and like I've had this happen before. Like when I was living in Philly, that shit would happen to me, and I'd be like, "Hey, like it's just picked up, but I didn't pick nothing up." And they were like, "Oh yeah, sometimes our drivers say that it's picked up, and then they'll actually deliver it to you 
when they can because they're backed up because of COVID stuff. And I'm like, that shit doesn't make sense. Like, that, that feels illegal to me. Like, you should say it was delivered when it was delivered. And the thing is that, like, it would say delivered on Thursday and then it was delivered actually on Friday. And so it's like, I'm freaking out for what? Why am I freaking out? Like, it was delivered, but, like, you guys, sh- like, y'all shouldn't do that. Or at least you should give, like, a heads up to the world. Like, like you should put on your USPS site or USPS, the buildings, whatever, saying, like, oh, because of COVID, blah, 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 this is the thing that we're doing, just so that, like, none of us are freaking the fuck out. But also, like, I've had people, New York is the trickiest fucking place to send things to, because I've sent a lot of things that people have bought for me to New York, and it really is a hit or miss. Some people get their shit stolen, some people get their shit lost in, in New York, blah, 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 blah. You know, like their USPS center, which I'm like, how do you get lost? How does the package get lost in the center, the sorting center? That doesn't make any sense to me. Either someone is stealing from your center or y'all just don't give a fuck about people's shit. US, USPS is the least reliable postal service, but it is the cheapest. Right. It's only reliable in like smaller towns or in like yes. towns or cities that are like at least medium to small size. Because Worcester, yes. like I get everything. If I send things like here, Charlotte's actually not that bad. Um, with like even as big as it is, it's not that bad when like getting packages. But if you're in a more condensed, little like Boston, New York. Getting shit sucks, yeah. and they don't give uh, they don't, they don't give a fuck. No, and people don't give a fuck because they will steal shit. I never had that courage to just steal. <laughs> I mean, when I was a teenager, I tried, but I got scared. Not packages, not packages, just because it's like, first of all, you don't know what you're stealing. Number one, yeah, <laughs> could, could be a frozen heart, you know, like <laughs> it could be trash bags. Yeah, you could have just killed somebody by taking somebody's like defibrillator or whatever it is bones yeah from a murder <laughs> mm-hmm. what if you picked up a bomb that wasn't met for you you know her but, that's your fault you're being nosy but other than that you're doing good how was your shopping yes my shopping has been good i've been doing a lot of shopping because i like i again i came to mexico a couple months ago eight months to be exact and i was like oh it's gonna be summer all year long it was not summer all year long, especially in Mexico City. So then I went back home and got some stuff, but it was winter stuff or like stuff for like when it's colder. And then now we're in fucking the dead of summer and it's 90 degrees from one day and it's 100 degrees the next day. So I have no like, I had a pair of shorts. I had, or I had, when I first got here, I had like two or three pairs of shorts. Um, but some of them were like, some of them were jean shorts and then some of them were like regular shorts and the jean shorts, everybody knows that they'll start wearing out because my thighs rub together. <laughs> so I just, they die, they die, they just die, it just happens. So I bought a lot of like stuff, but also, okay, so this is the thing too. I came to Mexico City really thinking that it was going to give city. So I was thinking it was going to give New York in the way that people dress. So some people are going to dress very conservative. Some people are going to dress really out there. Some people are really going to be giving, you know, giving the give. That is not a thing here. That is not a thing here. People dress conservatively. Like it is, everybody is dressing like 
men have a certain way to dress, women have a certain way to dress and everybody follows suit. And so no one's really like, there's no giant Jacquemus hats. There's no like, you know, people who are wearing designer are wearing like the most basic like Balenciaga sweater. It just says, it just says Balenciaga in the front with like a black background, nothing else. So nothing really exuberant. So <laughs> the clothing that I came with was very exuberant. So I felt a little bit out of place because I was already being stared at here and people already taking pictures of me. So I sent a lot of that clothing that I had that I brought to Mexico to Trenier to sell a while ago. So I was like, okay, now I need to figure out what to wear. So I've been kind of wearing the same thing over and over again. I just have these like oversized t-shirts that I wear all the time and they no longer are serving their purpose. So I was like, okay, I need to do a really big shopping trip. So that's what I did. And then I just bought a whole bunch of shit just to fit in to Mexico standards. Girl, you can be the Teresa of Mexico City. Come on now. Teresa, you remember Teresa from the novela? Girl, no one is dressed like her. That is the novela standard. There's no one dressed up. It's really sad here. Even like... I went to like fashion week when fashion week was happening here and I was like, where's the fashion? Like, it just looks like basics. It looks like Walmart basics for really high prices. It makes no damn sense. People ain't trying to get robbed like that though. No, yeah. that's the problem too, is that if you're flaunting your wealth, girl, they know you're wealthy. You're going to attract mm-hmm. attention of people you don't yeah. want. Yes, that is the problem about this. And in New York that happens too, but yeah. people get away with more. Like down anyway. in Mexico? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, how was your week, Demel? Girl, Mercury is officially in reggaeton. And <laughs> I've been, been washing my ass. I've been washing my ass because the first like alert that I got from my horoscope was like, people are going to try you this month. Be careful, right? So I've been trying to stay away from what I know is going to trigger me and things like that. But try to just wake up with a positive attitude and continuing my day positively. And so thus far, knock on wood, it's working. But I have seen other people be tried by other people and I've been in the vicinity and be like, girl, for example, a couple of days ago, I went to Market Basket in the morning. Mind just like 9 a.m. There's no reason, no reason anybody should be awake that early. I know people go to work, but there's no reason you should be awake and angry that early in the morning, right? So market basket, there's maybe two cashiers on the line. Understandable. Ain't nobody at market basket at this time, except for little old people. They're just slowly picking out their stuff. So there's two lines. One of them is the sh- the the like 12 items or less line. The other one is just normal line. I'm in the 12 items or less. There's another person in front of me next door. There's a person checking out with a considerable amount of items. And then there's this fucking lady right behind her. And the cashier, God bless her soul. She was conversing. She was having a good time. She didn't have a bag or she was bagging and scanning, trying to converse. All of a sudden, I just hear it. If you shut the fuck up, this line would move faster. I don't understand why there's other people on the fucking line. Like, this is crazy. And it starts to get loud. Yeah, it starts to get louder and louder to the point that she is yelling, well, if you just move along, stop talking so much. And 
the cashier just goes, are you having a bad day? If you are, you can move from my line if you'd like that. She's like, well, why isn't there any more people? She's like, I'm the one that showed up. I don't know why you're angry at me. I was like, "Mm, get a girl, get a girl. She remained calm, cool and collected. So God bless her soul. But the lady started getting pushier. The Karen started getting pushier and pushier, louder and louder, right? And as I'm checking out, the girl goes to her manager who's standing right there listening to the whole conversation. She goes, I'm not going to be able to do this. And the manager goes, do what you must and walked away, went to upstairs and the, and the cashier let her rip. You fucking piece of shit, bitch. You don't think about nobody else but yourself on this line. I don't give a fuck. You could stand here all day. I'm not going to, I'm not going to check you out. Why wouldn't you check me out? Your attitude's stinky, blah, blah, blah. And as I'm walking around, I'm like, God bless your soul, girl. Get him, get him, get him. Don't let him try you this month. But knock on wood, I'm having a good Mercury retrograde. Let's not break the spell. Well, okay, this morning I had to add to it. So I, right, I got on the phone, on the phone lines, you know, a little later today. So I'm covering for somebody that's not at work because they're on vacation. And so, you know, a lot of us like alternate when we actually go in. And so this one girl was like, oh, oh. I'll come in at your regular time and then you could come in at my time, which is 8 a.m. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's do that. And so then I log in and then I get two calls. Both of them are benefits calls. And, you know, they're old people too. So one woman, she's like, hi, I'm calling because my husband has dementia. He's a retiree and blah, blah, blah. And like, she's just going and I'm like, excuse me, ma'am, because I hate, my thing is I hate when you explain and then at the end I'm like I can't take your call (laughs) so you know like in the middle of it and mind you I I say COVID so I'm nowhere near benefits I'm nowhere near retiree I'm nowhere near shit I just do COVID and so you know I'm like excuse me excuse me excuse me pretty much and then um I was like this is the COVID hotline so you have the right number you're just in the wrong department so you're gonna have to hang up and then wait for the automated message to come on and then press the star button and so she was like you can't transfer me and I said unfortunately the one with this phone that I have available to me I can't transfer and she was like okay so I just pressed the star button and I said yes ma'am and she's like thank you I'm like okay have a good day but by then she already hung up and I was like fucking bitch no, and so then and the next call like the benefits and so then he's like can you just transfer me and I said you know unfortunately I cannot transfer you with the phone that I have access to and he's like that just makes no sense thank you I guess and I even I even say have a good day I just hung up the fucking phone I was like, what the fuck? I got so mad. I almost went off on him. But I was like, it's really not worth it. I'm sorry you're retired and you need benefits. But like I said, COVID hotline before you started talking, sir. So that's on you. And then I just had the biggest laugh because I was like, damn, y'all are really lucky. <laughs> Do are your calls recorded? Like you would get in trouble. Yeah, they're recorded. Well, they say they're recorded, but I really don't think so. Because 
so I was on TikTok, right? And these Bronx um, customer service people have been teaching me a couple of things. Like they don't take crap from nobody calling. They'd be like, okay, I can hang up and transfer. You could wait another 30 minutes for the next representative. Would you like that? Or would you like me to help you? Because if you want me to help you, you got to tone it down a minute. And they'd be like, yes. oh, for real? <laughs> it's like, yeah, for real. <laughs> I would love to do that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But In yeah, your- how else is your week? Pretty good. Uh, I'm a farmer. I told you that, right? My plan is a farmer. I'm a farmer. I'm flourishing. These bitches are popping up from the ground saying, hi, how you doing? Oh, what kind of um plants? All everything you can think of. From beans to tomatoes <laughs> to broccoli to okra. I don't even eat okra like that, but there's some out there. We'll see what so I the get. squirrels aren't getting them. No, I made a fence around it. Mm-hmm. But they're still stupid. Right. But there's also a walnut tree nearby. I won't get into it, but they're very occupied <laughs> with the walnut tree. I don't know walnut tree. I'm good. Walnut trees. I didn't know they grow in mass. Yeah, me neither, but apparently they do. But same with the lemon tree. There's remember um Priscilla's house had the lemon tree, Noel? Yum. I didn't know they grew in no um Rhode Island. Well, I have a pomegranate tree right in front of my apartment. Well, you're also in Mexico. I feel like plants grow better there. Yeah. Near the equator. There's also Rodolfo's mom has a what's it called? Um I como se llama? Um a, ple- a peach tree. Mm-hmm. And there's just peaches. It's so good. Well, yeah, I hope so on a peach tree. <laughs> I know, but you know, sometimes, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, American fruit don't taste the same as this fruit in other countries. Yeah. At least that's what people tell me. Oh, well, you haven't tried it? I mean, they all taste the same to me, girl. You know, nothing big. <laughs> so how about teacher, dear? What's how's your so um i've been good just working um covering shifts like i said but i was getting really sad yesterday because i'm like oh i've been doing like so well on like my fitness because he's my witness per shout out fergie and (laughs) And then I just like overate just because I feel like I'm maybe I'm not like consuming enough because I'm just going based off like serving sizes that I see on like the back of the nutrition label. So one serving is like one fourth of a cup. And so so, like I have one serving of everything, three ounces of meat. And I'm just like, sometimes like I'm still hungry. And so depending on like my workout too, like if I do body weight, what is it? Calisthenics, kinesthetics. Mm-hmm. So if I do stuff like that and then cardio on top of it, like obviously I get more hungry because my cortisol levels are high. And so then, you know, that's the stress hormone. And then it makes me like cons- want to consume more. And then you have to because you want to replenish. Um, and so, you know, I ate extra, and mind you, I ate extra pasta. <laughs> it wasn't even anything horrible, but I just was so sad. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm ruining my progress. And, uh, and so, the, I don't know why, but that like really affected me. And I was just like, 
why am I so sad about it? And so then um, the person I'm talking to texts me all in a happy mood. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, blah, blah. And then he was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry about me, blah, blah. He's, and whatever. And so then my mom sends me a text message. And she's like, are you okay? And I'm just like, how did you know? <laughs> and so I opened up to her and then blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, it's just so stupid. Like, why am I feeling this way? It's so dumb. And then she just sends me all her Noom stuff <laughs> because she's on Noom. She's on Noom. Yeah. Yes, girl. She's on Noom. She, like, goes and does, like, the group chats <laughs> and, like, posts and stuff. It's so funny. Um, I mean, that's so- the people really like Noom. They love fucking Noom. I tried it for like a week and it's just, it's, if it's for you, it's for you. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Like the, it is what it is, but. Cause it's kind of like community. Yeah. And like keeping each other accountable and stuff. Yeah. I suppose. She, she be lying when she's in the group thing. She's like, oh yeah, this week I had this. And she's like, I'm not going to tell them I had a glass of wine. <laughs> 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 I love it. You. She's so stupid. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, she sent. She was sending me like, she sent me five Noom articles after we talked. <laughs> and so then I talked to my partner. I was like, oh, like you know, I wasn't being open because X, Y, and Z. And I wrote them a whole text. And so. Oh, yeah, and I was just like, oh, I don't feel comfortable opening up to you. Um, that's all you said, girl? No, I, that's not all I said, but I, but pretty much, like, there was one part where I was like, I just don't feel comfortable opening up to you, and I think it's, like, my issues with men, like, I just feel like I don't get the advice or, like, the comfort that I want at the moment. Like, I feel like I only go to certain folks with my issues because... Like, I hear what I need to hear, but it feels good, not, like, the toughen up or the, you know, the person doesn't know what to say, so they're just like, yeah, I feel that. But, you know, did you watch this show last night? And I feel like that always happens (laughs) with a lot of, like, at least cis men, like, cis straight men. And I was like, yeah, like, I don't come to you with certain stuff because I'm just like, I don't think that like that's not what I want to hear and like it's you know it's happened a few times so it's just like you know I wouldn't like I don't come to you with certain things because that's not like what I want to hear but also that's not fair about me not being like open because I should be able to be open honest with you and blah 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 so I just you know going through (laughs) and why do you that work so I was like oh don't read this when you're like at work and this was a whole fucking novel. It was the longest text. If <laughs> if y'all would have saw it, y'all would have been like, oh, damn. And so then I woke up this morning and let me, let me tell you what he wrote. <laughs> so it was just like, um, I will be patient with you. Don't worry you don't have to worry about that and you're not crazy you're a human and I appreciate all your qualities I wouldn't change a damn one 
I want to change a damn thing. Okay, so, I'm. This is okay. This is what homeboy said. Yeah. Hold on, and then um, he was like, um, so you don't have to hold anything back. I'm your rock when you need. So if you want somebody to talk to, I'm here, but I'll always be here, especially in the future. Your shit is too confusing to me. And it is starting to get to the point for me that it is confusing, Trinir. This is very confusing. This man, I'm lost. What are you guys doing? Is this how straight people date? I'm just confused. What do you mean? Why? Because it's not official? Yes. Like how I'm not trying. I told you, I'm not trying to rush anything at this moment. I know, but what is rushing? You guys are already in it. You're just not saying it. It's a, there's a different vibe. Like, because yeah. the thing is, especially for Tania, who doesn't, like, really have a positive connection to men, it's it's very official to say, oh, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. It's yeah. easier to just be dating and have boyfriend and girlfriend rights <laughs> and words. So... Yeah. Like, I get where they're coming from, where they're saying cute stuff. But when we say at least in hetero dating, when it's, oh, we're official, it's like we're working our way to get married. It's that serious. So Mm. they're still in, like, the dating stage. But Yeah. yeah. And I'm comfortable with dating still just because I think I just, I'm not, like, pressed right now about making it official like i'm mean, really not like that's what it is at this moment i'm not pressed about making it official okay so girl. like i i don't have the same desires as you where you know you know for you you want more of something that's concrete official and you know sustainable in that way but right now honestly i'm just going with the flow it's whatever I mean, if it makes you happy, I'm happy too. It just, it gets I don't confused. believe that shit. So, oh, well, because no. it's like, it's no, it is. It is. It is that. It's just, I don't know. Cause I, I know you well enough and I know you go back and forth in these things. And I know that because you can even go back in our former podcast. Like I was listening to it the other day. Girl, you did want that. And then because he wasn't giving it to you right away, then you just settled for whatever it was. And so I think that's the part for me that feels really confusing because it's like, I know you want this thing. And it feels like you guys are at the point where like now the conversation is starting to sound more like it. But then you settled in. So now you're just like, whatever, it will happen, whatever it happens. But I just, I don't know. It just feels weird. Because yeah. our podcast, it was like five, it was like not five episodes ago, but it was a couple episodes ago. Um, and you were conflicted and you were conflicted about like what what you're desiring and then what is the realities of your desirabilities well in Trinir's defense i'm not i'm not, I'm, I'm gonna let you speak but uh <laughs> not kanye <laughs> but men will tell you exactly what you want to hear all oh, the absolutely. time in hetero absolutely. dating all the absolutely. time it doesn't always it's not always sincere and i think i get oh. Trinia's hesitancy to be like this is more than that even when like the cute words come in because 
actions speak louder than words, especially words that are written down and thought about in text message. So, mm-hmm. no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And not saying like I don't want to be official or like I don't want more. Like I do, but it's, I just don't want to to just be like okay like like we need to have like we need to have this sort of officialness we need to have this title yeah. just based off what i'm seeing in other relationships i don't i i wouldn't want that sort of vibe i have a question for you if he were to come to you and be like i need to make this official would you yes okay so you're just waiting for him to say yes you see how fast that was you see how fast that answer was and you're like oh, I'm waiting I'm all blah 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 yeah but yes. but Trini is she's got a point though because not not for nothing <laughs> but not for nothing Trini's boo thing is giving some very confusing flags and I think she's just waiting for a correct flag to fly you know what I mean? like she's not about to like push no envelope when she's not sure where he's mm-hmm. standing either and I think that's you know in any hetero dating you don't want to be the girl that officially officiates anything you want the guy to do it. yeah even though you know like if you want if you want me then just say that like that's another thing too you want- but- if you I don't know. I'm just not trying to rush at this point. <sighs> He's, yeah. What am that I trying to say? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I just keep getting advice of like, don't rush, don't rush, don't rush too. But I don't know. I don't even think I'm even ready for officialness. I guess. <laughs> but. Mm. <sighs> that's fair you know me i'm i'm uh, hey if it don't work i'm gonna just be alone for the rest of my life i don't think i could do this shit oh come on don't do that and i'm gonna take this iud out don't i mean that it is a lot of work no see no shame yeah so being in a relationship is a lot of fucking work it is so much work i don't get it Okay, so let's start off with Jesse Williams' penis. Who? When Who? <laughs> the penis I said. You saw it. Oh, oh wait a minute. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> a little group chat going on. Let me just. Yeah. Like, he, what was he in? I really, I don't think Grey's I've ever Anatomy. watched. He was in Grey's Anatomy. He's been in several other things. I've never really seen him in anything. So I've never really had this like lust for him. Like I've like seen like his, I've seen him in the Oscar, whatever. What's it? The Oscar, right? The Oscars, right? Okay, another Grammys. I've seen him at the Oscars and I heard him receive an award and his, and his he was like, he was doing a really big thing about Black Power something. And that was the last thing I saw him in. And I was like, okay, I fuck with him in that context. But I haven't, you know, like, I haven't seen him in a movie for me to then lust over him or for me to be like, oh, this man is a very attractive man. Like, he is generically attractive, you know, like, he fulfills all the norms, you know, he has really light eyes, he's physically fit, whatever. (sighs) But he is on a Broadway play, and in this Broadway play, there's a scene where he has to get full butt naked. So literally, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok 
all went wild, wild. I literally was on TikTok and all the girlies were like, y'all need to go on Twitter, see Jesse, y'all need to go on Twitter. And I was like, what is it giving, girl? Is it giving or is it not giving? Because the last dick pic that we were given was, I want to say it was Ushers or 50 Cents, one or the other. Well, Nelly was getting some um, fellatio oral sex. Was it 50 Cents? No, I said Nelly well, um, oh, it was Nelly. Um, it was Nelly. Well, I don't know if we... I, I didn't see it, but I heard that you could see it on his Instagram live or story. I saw it because it was on Twitter. And again, there was nothing wrong with his penis. His penis wasn't the monster we were all expecting it to be, but it was a reasonable sized penis. And so I don't understand why people are going so ham on him. And I guess it's like, it's that rapper complex. It's like, Oh, we all uh, we all presume rappers talk about their their you know their sex game all the time, and so there's this presumption that like all rappers, specifically black male rappers, have these like monster fucking penises like they're carrying around nine inches and up, and so his was like maybe like a seven, an eight maybe I would say more as closer to a seven. So there was nothing wrong with his penis. It just wasn't giving the perception of what we had for Nelly. But he was getting his dick sucked by a bad bitch. So I don't know why people were complaining. Nelly with the band-aid exposed yes. himself. Yes. Yeah, on Instagram, um, on a story, I think. I'm yes. way behind on my celebrity dick pics. Last dick pic I saw with Chris Evans. That shit was blurry as fuck. Oh, yeah, we saw that one too. Um, so the most recent one was Jesse Williams because of his play. And there was a beauty to his penis. <laughs> A big thing, you know, like I'm good for the dick I have now. But my man has a great penis, and I love his penis. But looking at a big dick, it's just there's something that in my brain that's just like, oh my god, that's a big dick. <laughs> like, that's just what I think. And I think, and I think we all go through that. We're like, wow, look at that penis. And I was just like, but he was also. I think he was kind of like, I don't know if he was just shining a certain light or something. But it was a, it was a shower scene, right? Oh, it was, it was a shower scene. That's what it was. I was like, this man is glistening with that big old dick between his legs, just on stage, living his best life, knowing exactly that somebody was going to take a picture and post that shit everywhere. That is big dick confidence right there. That is the confidence of a massive penis. And he has it. No one knew he had a massive penis, but now we all know. Well, he did say, so his response to everybody being like, Oh my gosh, your dick is out. He's just like, it's a body part. So he doesn't he give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. He does not give a fuck. Hey. Give a fuck. Again, that king. is big that dick is energy. Yeah, that's, we, we respect the king. He knew, he knew, he knew when he took that role, he would have to do that. He was like, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm pulling it out. I was like, what's the problem? You want me to pull it out again? I got you. I'll pull whatever you want me out. I got you. It is a nice, it looks like a very nice size to play with, but I just don't know what it is hard. I think it's a halfy. I don't think they let him go out there like shriveled up. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe I feel like he was semi erect, but if that is semi erect, girl, that is a big thing. <laughs> he has a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine fully erect. That shit was <laughs> that shit was mid thigh. That's just scary. I was like, wow. Yeah, it is mid thigh. It is a lot. Uh, I just couldn't believe it. I was staring at it for like a cool minute. Like, 
I'm really looking at his dick right now. Yes. Good for him. He got some big balls too. (laughs) (laughs) She said he got fat balls. He do. My favorite actor, Tom Hardy, has a couple of nude scenes. And he went on an interview and he's like, that's how you know it's just drama because my ass is out. Like, this drama. Like, this, that's how we make dramatic films. This, this nudity. And I, like, I get it. So, so I think that we're very immune to it just because we spent four years drawing naked people that yeah. weren't that good looking. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and in art, that's all you see is naked people all the time. Like, artists are yeah. obsessed with nudity. Yeah. So it's not that like wild and crazy. So I get him just being like, it's a body part. Like, I was, yeah. I'm being paid. And also, too, porn. Like, I just feel like, at least oh, absolutely. for me, like absolutely. my exposure to porn and then like even sex scene in movies, it's like this stuff is common. But I think the only off factor of it is like it's a celebrity. And they're usually not like no. A lot of them aren't known for that. Like actors, like I'm gonna show like full body spread open. He doesn't but even have of, a prosthetic. Yeah, most of his prosthetics, and that's the reality too. Because all of the people yeah. in Euphoria is fake dicks. And then there was this one movie that James Franco did. It was like leather bar interior, which was like he was trying to make this like gay indie film. And so a majority of the men there are naked. Like, they're fucking and sucking. Like, that's the whole point of the movie. And so there's just one scene where he's in a car and he's getting his dick sucked. And he's, like, moaning, like, if it is the best kind of his life. And then I think, like, you know, he was obviously doing the, like, interviews for the movie after it came out, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, it was a full prosthetic. Like, there was, my dick was not out. Like, that is not my penis. And I was just, like... This makes sense. I'm disappointed, but it makes sense. James Franco's got way too many um, scandals on right now for him to... I thought there was some drama around the film. Like, they weren't going to air it for... Some actors were not feeling 100% about the film airing. Yeah. I thought that's what it was, but James Franco does not need to be exposing his penis after all the shit he's... (laughs) I mean, he's caught in the elevator with Amber Heard cheating on Johnny Depp. He's been caught macking it to teenage girls. Like, he needs a chill. Press a pause on the movie. Let's figure this out. I didn't know all that. Yeah. James Franco's just, you know, he got to figure some shit out before he releases something raunchy again. Yeah. Also, does anybody know what's happening with the Johnny Depp thing? I've been tempted to look, but her face bothers me so much when she starts to cry that I have not looked. I've just seen little things here in TikTok. Girl, I haven't been thing. keeping up with this, so I don't even know. Girl, I know Demel knows. Yeah, know of course Demel. I know. We need to start wrapping it up on, on this thing because now it's just a circus. Like, Okay, what is happening? Let us know. So Amber Heard's team, legal team, sucks ass. They are the most incompetent team I've ever heard. They're pulling um, like victim witnesses that hate Amber. <laughs> Everyone that's taken the stand thus far is like, yeah, Amber's a piece of shit. And everyone that's taken the stand and talking about Johnny, they're like, he's a godsend angel. So at this point, it looks like he's winning, but who knows? Because they just keep- Well, what happened? I don't understand what's happening. What do you mean you don't understand? Like, you don't know what's understand- what's happening at all? 
No, like I don't even. Did didn't he, he be? Are did he be her ass? Him? What is happening? So, so she abused him. I think. Yeah. So they got a divorce, fully divorced. Yes. That was a whole other like legal thing, but that yes. was done. And then she released an interview or an article or something like that where she alluded to being abused during the marriage. She didn't flat out say, oh, he like abused me during the article, but she alluded to it and everybody knew who she was talking about. So that led to Johnny Depp being pulled from a bunch of movies, canceled from a bunch of like jobs that he was doing. So he's suing her on defamation of character because he's lost millions in the last few years. Mind you, this happened in 2017. So he's been losing millions because nobody wants to work with him because there's this like overall cloud of like defamation going on because of her. Wow. Yeah. And so he's suing her for like 12 million (laughs) or 20 million dollars or something like that and he's basically like i've lost way more than 20 million dollars over the past years because of what she's been saying and i'm the one that's being abused and all the accounts of like what happened during their marriage like they confirmed that she was the abuser like mentally physically all of that she's got filming him while he was drunk and like throwing shit around like trying to make it seem like he was an aggressive person and he was like i was drunk and i was throwing shit around i wasn't throwing her around you know what i mean like so it's like and then it's just like a bunch of stuff like messy messy stuff came out where they would argue they had a big ass argument during her birthday because he wasn't going to go to her birthday party or he was late to the birthday party and she was like i'm gonna go to vegas with my friends and her and her friend shat in his bed. No, they, they didn't. Had, yes, and they no, covered, they didn't. They covered up with the with the with the covers, and he didn't even find it. You know who found it? The housekeeper. <laughs> she turned that Ew. cover over. She took a picture of it, sent it to Johnny. She was like, "Um, <laughs> I don't get paid enough for this." Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he, then he like basically called her out, and he was like, "Oh." That wasn't me. That was the dog. Mind you, they have like a chihuahua and that was a human size shit. Like, right. like you and your friends shat on my bed. Mind you, this Amber girl has something with shitting and pissing on people's shit. Like nobody touch her. Nobody ever touch her. And then all just, oh my God, she's gotten herself and no one's ever going to work with her. She was caught in the elevator with James Franco with another celebrity cheating on Johnny Depp. Oh, with, um, Elon Musk cheating on Johnny Depp. Imagine that. Um, she's been caught saying that Johnny Depp and his friends are boring. Mind you, it's fucking Johnny Depp who hangs around with like rockers and with celebrities that are wild as fuck. Like, how could you be that bored? And there's all of the victim witnesses are Amber Heard's like assistants, and they've been ripping her a new ass she paid me 25 dollars an hour and all i got was abuse from her she would talk about her mental issues so much but then she would like mentally abuse us and that it's a mess girl but basically what it is amber heard's completely ruined her career nobody's on her side and her legal team is just stupid like raw like stupid as hell they had one witness up who's like Johnny Depp's childhood friend. And he was there on behalf of Johnny Depp. And he's an artist. And they reconvened after a long time. And he was like, oh, the artist was, I'll, I'll, 
pull his name and we'll put a short little clip because I think that his time on the stand was like super hilarious it wasn't like the rest of it but basically he's an artist struggling artist was painting out of his mom's garage and he's from the Bronx so he's got a very thick accent he tells us how it is and (laughs) and the Hertz legal team like kept like asking him the same question in different iterations to the point that he was like why are you asking me the same question over and over again like do you have anything else you want to ask me or should I just bounce because at this point you just you're like you you have no way around and it's very difficult to make him seem like the bad guy with witnesses like his friend because his friend actually ended up getting sponsored by Johnny Depp because he was trying to sell him a painting basically Johnny Depp's like I love this painting He's like, well, you want to buy it? And he was like, no, I'll do you one better. I'll sponsor you. I'll pay for a year for you to stay at this swanky ass place, penthouse in New York. And all you have to do is pay. I'll take care of everything else. And I'll host parties and you can, and I'll sell your work for you and you keep all the money. So imagine making that a negative towards Johnny Depp. You can't, you just can't. He's just an overall nice guy. So the way that I see it, he's losing. She's losing. R- wicked bad. Even if nothing happens with it, the amount of stories are coming out about her and the shit that she did to him during the, the marriage, the 15-month marriage, mind you. The, nine, it, the fucking court case has gone longer than the time that they were married. Um, everything that came out, I don't think, she's not, she's not going to be no celebrity anymore. Not for the right reasons anymore. I think he's going to get the money, but who the fuck knows at this point? Yeah, because I was, I heard some stuff like, oh, like she would also just like record their relationship, yep. but like in a negative way. So it almost seemed like she could use it against him whenever, yep. like record, like when they're out, but not what? in like, you know, a cutesy way, but more of like a, <laughs> look at what he's doing or like recording conversations like conversations like you don't even know that you're being recorded that's like a like a I guess that I mean I'm not a celebrity I'm not dating those celebrities and I understand like if you're a celebrity it's much easier to date another celebrity but that's just one of those things where it's like were you in it for because you love me or because you need something out of this marriage that's gonna be very short-lived like that shit is weak 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 because they're good-looking yeah. people. At the end of the day, they were good-looking people. You know, that's a good-looking couple. And then the whole marriage, all you're doing is collecting evidence for what? Like, she had this all, like, pre-planned. Like, that's weird. That's so yeah. weird. Sounds how, like much did, how much did she get in the settlement for the divorce? You didn't get anything. I think they had oh. cleanup. Damn. She was doing. She got the role of Aquaman. That came out of the quickies too. She got the role of Aquaman because Johnny Depp <laughs> put in a good word, and then they fired her because she was suing Johnny Depp basically, or getting divorced from Johnny Depp. They're like, "Yeah, we're gonna fire you, girl. You, you all set. Like, you're not even that good of an actress." That's so wild because I feel like, from what I heard from like Johnny Depp's like last relationship, like he was usually the asshole. So it's really weird to like hear that he, because I, I, again, I wasn't thinking this is nothing. So I didn't really know what was happening. I just kept on seeing someone put a, a turd on a bed on a cookie. And I was like, I don't get it. Did someone shit on the bed or did he shit on the bed? So I really thought that this, this whole entire thing without knowing any of it 
I really thought that it was Johnny who was in the wrong and not her. So this is interesting. But it's crazy to me that if you're going to do this to a celebrity, you're going to do it to Johnny Depp. You know what I mean? Like, and I get yeah. how people are like, oh, he's an asshole. But people don't realize he wanted to be a rock and roll star. He's not about this, you know, cl- like clean it up type of celebrity. He's not that celebrity. He gets high. He gets drunk. He does stupid shit with his friends who are also rock and roll stars. So if you're not trying to live that life, you don't go for Johnny Depp. And then you don't try to sue Johnny Depp for being Johnny Depp because the world knows Johnny. De- let's let's list it. <laughs> she's he's edward scissorhands number one yeah. the most beloved actor he yeah. is jack sparrow who is drunk all the time but everybody loves he can do no wrong in the public sign you're coming for him yeah i don't understand that i don't understand that but he's lost a, i i mean well, he lost I, everything besides the Dior campaign. I, that was the only thing that I knew that Dior is the only one who like kept him. Yeah. From the but he was like temporary. They that's why they haven't been making um Pirates of the Caribbean movies because Disney's like until you clear this up, we can't. You know what I mean? Like dead. Like the last one was Dead Men Tell No Tales. He was like, I really thought they weren't gonna hire me for this, but Disney's like this last one we're doing until we've figure out what the hell's going on (laughs) so do you think yeah so my um thing too is you know when all this clears up and you know they say that maybe like she's in the wrong like his ex you think they'll all start coming back again and be like oh my gosh like we're sorry for not um going with you so now we're gonna give you these opportunities i think people just worried about they're hesitant like hollywood's been hesitant to hire him because they don't know the story and now they do yeah. due to the yeah the so but coverage. afterwards do you think he's gonna get all, everything that he wants yeah. back i think that people are gonna start working with him again because i don't think they stopped working with him i think they put him on pause until they can figure out for themselves like are you somebody we want representing our brand or things like that you know what i mean like somebody at dior must know him on a personal level to be like i know you didn't do this shit you know what i mean but yeah. I think just Hollywood's hesitant to hire any actor who's like in the limelight for something that's weird because you don't know what's about to come out. You have no idea. Once this is all cleared up, I think he's going to start getting those opportunities back. Okay. Not, not because he's lost him, but because people are like, well, 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 let me see what you did and then I'll tell you, you know? Yeah. Well, I feel like that is part of it. So, okay. My question for y'all is, right? So y'all are going through... Your, your trial publicly right yes and you know y'all are you know big name folks and all pretty much all your collaborations are done for or they told you oh we're not going to work with you um, at this time and at the end they find you not at fault the court's and then everyone who put you on pause is like, oh my gosh, we want to work with you. We can't wait. Like, how would you feel? How would you feel? Would you take up those opportunities or would you be like, nah, fuck y'all. Y'all didn't believe me. I think for me, it would be absolutely I would take those opportunities. I think the reality of the time of today, and we've talked about this before, you there is like everything, like 
we're at the Me Too, we're at the Black Lives Matter, we're at the you can't say nothing, transphobic, homophobic, like you, we are literally in the age of the highest political correctness that we can be. And so literally, like, if there is something on Twitter, Instagram, iView, whatever, y'all need to scrub that shit now. Like, because when we become big famous people, that shit needs to be gone. That shit needs to be gone. Because it's like, the reality is that that is, you are in entertainment. And if people believe that you are a bad person and not continuing on, it's like, I don't, it's really strange because I feel like certain people could have that and still move forward and other people can't. And so I think personally, I think that we would be those people who can't. Someone like Trump, on the other hand, can become the fucking president. And we all know he's done a multitude of things that are wrong. And that's why the like Miss America thing is not his anymore. You know, like, that's why there's so many other things that, like, he is no longer responsible for because they don't want his name on it. But he is still thriving. He is still a multi-billionaire. You know, like, this man is still doing what he can. But I think for someone like us, especially as, like, people of color and queer people and whatever, I think that we would be on, like, a high scrutiny. Like, we would have to be close to godly. God is close to godly as perfect that we can possibly be. So like when something like that happens, unfortunately, like I would hate it for sure. I would hate people canceling on me, but I would also be understanding of it because it's, it's, it's the name of the game, you know? And if they offer me that shit back, knowing that I was innocent, I would actually feel better. Like, oh, like if I was this bad person, I'm glad that you're kicking me off because like it would make me feel now and like as the person who is existing now, me and Noel, in, in my own morals, like I would hope that, you know, studios and things and, and whatever wouldn't hire somebody who is malicious towards other people. Like, you know, like that is kind of the hope that you are giving these people millions of dollars knowing that they're good people, correct? So like if mm-hmm. I'm out of because you didn't, you, you, because there's a possibility that I was a bad person, I absolutely get it. But if my name was cleared up and I'm good, yes run me my opportunities <laughs> run me my money run me my money and i will continue to do the work that i was doing and i'm okay with it i don't i i personally don't feel any type of way of that just because i again like it's we we even deal with that as artists like you know i can tell you the hundreds of people who i know who are artists who the second that there's an allegation of it's mostly men and it's mostly um them doing like sexual misconduct to someone. And you don't know how many Instagram posts or how many that I've seen that people are putting them on blast and we have the internet and these are regular, regular people like, you know, just being put on blast. Like there was something with um, Taller Peralta, I don't know how to say his name, but he's like this Dominican artist in New York and he does like the Cafe Bustelo stuff. He does the Selena Corrolos. He does like, there's like, like he's like known as a Dominican artist, like the Dominican pop artist of New York. He has a whole Instagram page dedicated to people slandering him. Literally, woman after, I will send it to y'all, woman after woman after woman coming out being like, he sexually harassed me, he raped me, he did this, he did that. And it's a continuation of it. 
it there's like literally like it's 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 massive and it all happened within like a two-month span and then it kind of stopped it's not because it wasn't going anywhere these people don't have no power and he's too popular and he's way more powerful than all of them but it's like you know like he was able to get away with it because he didn't do it to somebody who also had power too you know and in this case it's two powerful ass people but it's like and it's weird because it's like this is a man who like I've bought products from him. I continue wanting I want his products. <laughs> like, there are still things that I want, but I would never support him. You know, like I can't support him now. And now I can't I can't look at him the same way. But I also don't know. Like it's when it comes to these things, it's always such a gray because it's like I obviously want to believe any victim. If anyone says that they're a victim, I believe them automatically. But look at the Johnny Depp case. Like, she was doing things to make it seem like he was in the wrong. But they had proof. And so once you have that proof, then okay, then you're a green light. But if he, if she didn't, if there wasn't the proof of that, would Johnny Depp be winning or not, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think that if I were in the situation where there was a scandal going on around me and brands or people yeah. stopped working with me, because this was happening and they were like, we're just going to wait for this to be cleared up so that we are in understand. Cause at the end of the day, it's Hollywood. Like they have PR, they have to watch their brands. They have to watch their reputation. So even if there's the slightest hint of like, Ooh, like there might be blood in the water, y'all they're they're going to be like, ah, uh, we're not touching this until you clear it up. It's different. If some brands were like, fuck you, Johnny Depp, we're only working with Amber Heard. We're only doing this. And then it clears up that Amber Heard's the bad guy. And then you want to reach out to me and be like, uh, actually, I'm so sorry. Can we work with you instead? Like, no, you were slandering me for the past three years. The hell are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like with no evidence, no nothing. But I think a lot of the brands when it comes to the Johnny Depp case are just watching their own back and not wanting to add fuel to the fire, right? So mm -hmm. it's difficult because Johnny Depp is so beloved. He's a great actor. I believe he should get all the awards and he hasn't, but there's a bunch of actors that I think should get awards that haven't. Yeah, and until he clears this up, I don't think that a lot of these billionaire brands, you know, are willing to kind of work with him until he clears this up if he clears it up i'm there's gonna be freaking deals up the wazoo for him but until he does this and like that that's fair for a brand to be like we're not gonna work with you until this is figured out because we don't know what's about to come to light and we don't want to be in this whole campaign with you and lose millions of dollars because people are going to stop you know whatever comes during out during this case all of a sudden it affects us as a brand. Like we, you're a liability for us at this point. And I get that. You have to get that as somebody in the limelight. You have to get that as a business person. You have to get that if you have a job or anything like that. It's, that's like if your job puts you, you know, on, on leave because there's this thing going around in the public eye that they're like, you know, we just, you know, we're just going to wait for a for everything to come out for us to make a decision on whether or not we want to work with you, which is fair. You have to think it's fair. Afterwards, though, then then he has the right to decide, oh, I'm going to work with this brand or this people supporting me through it because we don't know what's happening behind the scenes, you know? No. People are be like, we have this great, you know, script. We're not giving it to anybody but you until this is cleared up. If it's cleared up good, we're giving you the script. You're going to win an Oscar, all that. 
So I'm excited to see what happens after the case is done because I know that there's there's been there's been some movies in the works. I know it. I know it. I know Disney's preparing for that Pirates of the Caribbean eight nine. Where are we? I don't know. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I know they're gonna pull out all the stops though. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I think. <sighs> But yeah, I get image and because, you know, like brand, you want to uphold a certain image and sometimes you can't be affiliated with certain people at certain moments because, you know, they're going with what is against your morals or even the, you know, um, what is it? The like message that you're trying to um, bring across in your brand. Yeah. But for me, the petty me is just like, no, y'all niggas didn't want to work with me. Now y'all want to work with me. I don't want to work with you anymore. Um, but at least that's how I'm viewing it. Cause I don't know what they're saying to him. Cause you know, like you said, Demo, they could just be like, Oh, we have things for you, but it's on pots. Like we're just waiting. Cause that could be it. But I think, you know, a lot of these situations, a lot of moments in Hollywood, it's more of the like good luck and you know if we have anything we'll come to you but right now we can't we can't mess with you we don't want anything to do with you at this moment and yeah and so like that's how I kind of view it like I don't think I would want to you know work for a certain company anymore I wouldn't want to work for Disney anymore no Mm. but Disney gave you all the opportunities Disney's just like look we're marketing to kids. We can't have somebody that might be an abuser in one of our movies. Like, you know what they didn't do though is they didn't remove any of the Pirates of the Caribbean. They didn't remove Wally Wonka. They didn't remove Edward Susan. So they didn't remove yeah, Willy Wally Wally, Wally Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what she meant. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't remove his movies because that's mm-hmm. another one. Because Disney's really good at being True. like oh, in the vault, <laughs> like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're very quick. Yeah. So, yeah, they still, yeah, he still has his stuff. Opportunity. Yeah. But now Will Smith is um, getting all his roles taken, (laughs) taken by by other people. As he should. I mean, it's because he's out of the, he's out of the thing. He's out of the academy. And you have to be academy to be able to do that type of work. Even though, again, I think it's stupid, but you can't act that way, though. You can't act that way as a celeb. I mean, I get it, I get it, but it's like we know white actors who have done a lot worse, and so it's yeah. just like it doesn't make it doesn't really add up to me. It's like how many times has um Harvey oh Weinstein. my god Harvey Weinstein no, but there's this one white guy who does a lot of comedy movies. He's like tall and skinny. I can't remember his name right now, but he's literally like kissed several women at the Oscars. Oh, Jim Carrey. He's Jim crazy. Carrey without consent, and, and he they tried were to all kiss mad Will at Smith. Him. Yeah, so it's just like, it's like y'all are really hypocritical about this type of work. It's like only certain people can do certain things, and so it's just like oh, whatever. Oscars, whatever. They're they're multimillionaires. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Speaking of multi-millionaires, Kris Jenner bought herself a home for her... 
I was just watching the Kardashians before getting on here. I haven't actually watched them yet, but I watched her do her little house tour. And I'm going to say it, Kris Jenner's house is the nicest one out of all of them. I personally hate Kim Kardashian's home with a passion. The fact that she has to have everything white or off-white or whatever the fucking color that she has. And she's like, I just want to live a minimalist lifestyle. I want to live a minimalist lifestyle. Girl, you are beyond minimalism. Your house is empty. Like, I just, I don't get it. It's like, you literally have like five fucking children and your house is dedicated to yourself. Like, Kim is the most... (laughs) I didn't realize that. Like, she is the most selfish bitch I've ever... Like, on the Kardashians, the show, she is the most selfish. Like, she literally only cares about herself and her children are accessories. Her children are pure fucking accessories because your home does not scream comfort for children. It just doesn't. And or even her fucking sink. I don't know if you guys watched the Architectural Digest. She literally <laughs> her sink in her kitchen is a small indent. It's almost like you took a slab of clay and stuck your thumb in it lightly. It's a small indent with like a slit inside of it. You can't do dishes in that. I know she's not doing dishes, but you can't do dishes in that. What can you do in that sink? There's nothing that you can do in that sink. This woman is crazy. Crazy to me. Crazy. I need to look at what this house looks like. It's, the one, it's the one that, look, that has a bunch of arches that she lived in with Kanye, right? Yeah. It looks like it looks like the, the dungeon in the Vatican. It's not cute. Yes. Even her even the playroom, the playroom has no color. It's literally, the only color you see is all the toys. And all the toys are, like, super organized. Baby, and like, baby you know, the like, only color that you see in her house is her children. What are you talking it's about? Her children. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> okay, I yeah. see, I see. I have, I have, like, <coughs> a chip on my shoulder with the Kardashian-Jenner bullshit. I can't take this family. And they are multiplying. But the only, like, bright side that I see to the family is that the children, they're not putting up with the bullshit. Freaking. at least north <laughs> uh, north calls out <laughs> kim all the time in her lives all the it's time like, there's complete compilations of north being like uh no you don't <laughs> like in the background <laughs> kim, will be like, I, is, kim was just like you're right <laughs> north would be like north she, kim will be like this is my new foundation and all this stuff it makes my my skin so glowy. I pay attention to my skin all the time. And North be in the back, I'm like, you just don't pay attention to your kids like you do your skin. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> yes. here for it. She is not. Oh my god! It. Or even the other day, she was like, she was on like a live, and Kim was like, oh, this is Ariana Grande's new makeup. Blah blah. blah. I'm so excited to use yeah. it. And she was like, no, you're not. You just <laughs> said you didn't like it, and I was living that girl is amazing yeah she's too young for chris to get her little fangs in her and i don't think chris because it doesn't surprise me chris has a better house than everyone because she made that family that's the yes, only kardashian yes. jenner Physically. whatever it is that i stand is chris because chris is a fucking boss she's like she might be the devil i don't know how she went from just being the wife of an attorney who represented oj to being this multi I'm gonna I'm I dare to say billionaire because nobody knows where her money's at. Yeah. Um, yeah, they do her kids. No, well, girl. she has like 20, what is it, 20% of every kid? 
She has 10% on every Kardashian, Jenner, everyone. This woman is rich. And if somebody wants to not put her on the billionaire list just because she has offshore accounts, and I'm pretty sure Chris Jenner has is a billionaire. She's got more money than anybody on this in on this planet for sure. But her home is literally sickening. Her home is like Chris Jenner's home. She literally has like one little nook, and it's just Hermes plates. Literally Hermes yes. plates. And I when so when that white woman looked at that little area. And she was like, I have goosebumps. I have goosebumps. I said, me too, white woman. Me too. <laughs> Internally, my internal white woman also had goosebumps too. I was like, I like each each plate, the small, like the smallest plate. I just is went past the-, the scene when I was um, watching it. I could um, show you. Oh my God. It was like maybe $2,000. Like every plate, everything is like, from I think the cheapest thing is five hundred, and then it just goes up. So for you to get a full set, you're spending ten to twenty thousand dollars on a full set. So that's the plates, the teacups, and the bowls. She literally has like maybe twenty sets in that one area. There's several hundreds of thousands of dollars in plates, in plates and cups and teacups, and it was just like. Oh my god! <laughs> my friend, I just couldn't help it. I like was living through her. Not for nothing though. If like Chris Jenner never did, or let's say my Kim never did anything else in her entire life, the amount of PR items that they get, the amount of money in PR items that they get, like they could go bankrupt tomorrow, and they'll be like, "Oh, just send, sell all this PR item, get a million dollars right away." Period. It sends so Period. much free shit. No wonder the rich stay rich because it's like, even if I have twenty thousand dollars plate sets, like I have three million dollars worth of free makeup that I don't use here. Sitting, yeah. here. we're gonna pay double just because it comes from my address. Absolutely, absolutely. My yeah, what are your No, I was just gonna say my favorite room um in Chris's home, uh, just going back to it real quick, is the piano room. And I think it's because oh, no, it I really like her bar. No, her bar was amazing. Her it bar was such was- a nice bar. No, if you like bougie shit, I suggest you watch this doc. I don't know if you have it's called The Queen of Versailles. Oh yes, absolutely. Oh, I know absolutely. she lost everything at the end. Spoiler alert! <laughs> but she was talking about having mm. a skating rink in her house, and I was like, "Girl, you never gonna leave your house ever again." <laughs> <laughs> Why would you? You have everything. I know. But that was it. Was so wild. But she was doing the thing is that Versailles, the Palace of Versailles itself, wasn't just funded by the multi, like the billions of dollars that the family had. It was funded by the country. Like, it was literally, these were royalties. And this white woman, this white millionaire, really thought that she was equal to royalty, that she was trying to build an exact replica. And it's like, girl, this is not just, this is not built the one day, two days. This was built over time. And it was continuously added and added to and added to. And these were artists hand painting shit and it was also a very different type of wealth back in the past it's like they were able the palace of versailles was able to exist 
because labor wasn't as expensive and things weren't as expensive. It's like a hundred dollars to somebody or a hundred euros or a hundred shillings, whatever the fuck they had back then <laughs> was a lot to people for them to like carve shit into paintings per made. This one was trying to build the same palace in modern time with her money. And she thought she was going to be able to do it. Girl, now it's just a hollow shell in the middle of where, what was it? Texas? Uh... I'm looking it up right now. You know, it's still not finished, girl. No, it's not. And it's never going to be. They they said they're going to finish it by the end of this year. I can't wait till they put it on market. I cannot wait because this shit is about to go for billions of dollars. Of course. It's going to be in an impossible home. It's literally going to be for a billionaire. It has to be for a billionaire. What does it look like? The property taxes alone would have to be around four hundred to five hundred thousand dollars a year. It's in Florida. Shut the fuck up. Windermere, Florida. The residence has been aptly dubbed Versailles since it is modeled after the palace in France. Once it's completed, the 90,000 square foot home will be one Damn. of the largest single family residences in the single family. <laughs> you can turn that shit into like a fucking, oh my God, a, a mall at this point. Yeah, and it was it's it's massive. Like, it's it doesn't make sense. It's just it's money. Even for even thinking about billionaires and people who have an exuberant amount of money, it's like of course they have really nice places to live in, but no one, no one needs that much space. Like, it is a ridiculous amount of space. And it was just what was it? Her, her two, her. I think she had a daughter too. And a dog. Four kids, a dog, and her husband. Like, it was such little people that it was like, you could lose your child in your own house. Like, you could literally lose a child for a couple of months. Does she have, like, a mini town? (laughs) She does. She she has a whole floor dedicated to her closet. She basically made another... She basically made a house as big as Rhode Island. Like, she <laughs> took up that much space. She took up the smallest state in America and built it in, in Florida. But they, I thought they were bankrupt. So, I mean, if they still own the home, they're going to make them back millions. I mean... Uh... And there's a lot of accounts, though, so everybody's being like, I have the biggest house ever. Like, I never have to leave my house for anything. I have everything at my disposal but all I do is go from my room to the kitchen to my room. (laughs) (laughs) That's one thing I wouldn't want. Because it's like, I don't want to be stuck at home all day. But I guess like, if I'm the celebrity and I have money, like going out would be a pain. But I think... They have eight children together. Mm -mm. Well, he's older, right? So I, does he? Yeah. Have, he has kids from his first marriage or second. Oh, Damn, this is daughter, a big ass house. Her daughter died of an overdose. Oh shit! Yeah. Rich kid problems. Let me tell you something. I was watching the interview of uh, Z Way with uh, Chet. What's his last name? Hanks. Hanks. Chet Hanks. I was watching it <laughs> before coming on here too, and I'm just like. Yo, what the fuck is up with this guy? He, he literally, I think there's something wrong with his brain. I genuinely think there's something wrong with his head. Someone on, in the TikTok comments was like, I think someone needs to interview Tom Hanks and see what he birthed. <laughs> <laughs> they have they have interviewed him. He's like, he's not part of my family. I cut him off. 
they have Tom Hanks is like I don't they, we don't I think he's gonna do the most to become celeb and then when he realizes he can't come celeb he's gonna try to like bank off his dad's celeb and be like oh I'm reformed now now I do movies or like I'm a comedian because that's what it's giving it's giving not realistic it's giving off the wall mental illness type of stuff like you can't be that oblivious and and that's I mean I might be giving a little too much credit to somebody that was born with millions of dollars at their exposure at their exposure yeah but yeah like uh, I don't know I think he's blowing it real real bad or he has a game plan well because um like what part are you talking about in the interview like what are you thinking of when you brought just it up how oblivious he is like Siri was like talking about oh what about this video clip where you uh kind of mock not even mock just like try to reclaim oh, patois. Patois. yeah patois and then he's like oh no I, I could do it. And then he kept doing it throughout the interview. And then she asked him, oh, like, is there any communities you want to apologize to? Maybe the Patois community? He's like, no. <laughs> he's just, he's so yeah. and then stupid. She was, like, she was like, oh, like, is this more, are you saying that because you see it less as cultural appropriation and more of appreciation and, you know, fuck um, social justice warriors? He's like, absolutely, yes. <laughs> fuck social justice warriors oh god you can't be that oblivious you cannot be or i mean he lacks a team that can give him interview points but i just it's got to be an act or he's really like no i think he really is like that and i just feel like also too he's probably one of those kids that uh, has grown up or has wanted to be with or have a friend group with people of color and since he was rich, maybe he found a group. And where? You know, again, since I, where? And again, I don't know. And that's why I'm like, this is all hypothetical. But maybe he found like some friends because he wasn't hanging out in the neighborhood where, you know, he originally lived. He was hanging outside his neighborhood just so then he could, you know, feel more connected to people of color because he likes this sort of culture. And so now he's just like yes like i i grew up with this this this, like i was going to these types of neighborhoods just because i felt so connected and you know i do this out of respect because you know i've been allowed to do this and that's honestly that's what it's giving to me too it's like i've been that token white boy that's been okay for me to to use this sort of language or to use these sort of mannerisms because I've gotten the okay. Like he's he's definitely said nigga. And he's <laughs> he's definitely said nigga before. And he's definitely been like, yeah, my friends told me I can say it. So I'm gonna say it. But you know, it's funny. And I don't think he under understands it. So spoiler, if you don't watch Atlanta. So there was a recent episode when um it was focused on Trinidadian culture. And he was at the funeral <laughs> speaking in Patois. <laughs> I think, honestly, he was just there for comedy. But I know he took that role so serious because I could tell by the way he was acting. And I'm like, little does he know 
Donald Glover and the people who are writing this episode are making fun of him so yeah. fucking bad. Yeah. Severely. Severely. Yeah. Yes. Because there's something to be said. It's like, I, I really doubt Chet Hanks has been in an environment where he's been exposed to Black culture if he did not pay his way into it. You know what I mean? Like, if if he still had his dad's money, which they claim and they say that they don't, then he would probably make it farther in the rap game than he has. (laughs) Not that he's made such strides at this point, (laughs) but he would have made it much farther just because he has got the money and like he's gotten the financial stability to kind of pay his way through this but he wants to make it out like this is me like motherfucker no this isn't you paid for this this all of this is is paid for by your father thank him very much who ran all the way through that movie for you for your troubles you know what i mean like i don't know i mean anomaly to me he really is anomaly to me and speaking about tom hanks the Z-Way show is amazing. I, I love it. <laughs> she is a form of chaotic. Like, she's the form of chaotic that I wish Azealia Banks was. Like, I was going to ask you, I was like, I wonder if Noelle would like this show. Oh, I lo- at first I was a little, like, I've seen little moments of her on TikTok. And I've always been obsessed. Every time I see it, obsessed. And there are other moments where I'm like, oh, I didn't really get the joke, but it's kind of funny. You know, um, she's from Lawrence. Shut the fuck up. Massachusetts. And she was born February 27th. Shut up. She's a fucking Pisces in Lawrence. Oh, <laughs> nice. Good for her. Good for yeah. Her. Like, Rodolfo doesn't really get her, her humor that often. But I think I think it's in a very, I think it's very American. It's very American. It's very black. It's like hella fucking satire-y. And so it's like, I'm obsessed with her because I think that like, obviously people are not taking her too seriously because if they were taking her super seriously, they really, really would they really wouldn't fuck with her like that. But she's asking real fucking questions. Yes, like she is. She is, she is. I, like there was literally the one episode that I saw recently, which I think it was the newest season. So if you haven't seen the new season, don't listen um, or fast forward. But there was this one section where she was talking about, um, oh my God, what is that? It's like we're talking about race in school, critical race theory. So she was asking these four parents about what is critical race theory. <laughs> it was just, girl, I was living because it's like, A, these people. And the thing that like really blew my mind is that there's a whole black woman and a whole Asian woman there too. And then I think there's one of everyone. I think there was like a Latino guy. I want to say he was Latino, but I couldn't really tell. A white woman, a black woman, and then an Asian woman. And so it's just like, they were all so obsessed about Grace theory. There was one mother, the black mother was like so deeply invested. She was like, standardized testing is the only way we have to, 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 like, to like measure our students' abilities, whether or not they're doing well or not in school. And what are you trying to say? My black son, my black kids can't, you know, can't do good on this testing. It's like, no, everyone's receiving the same, like the same education. And I'm just like, where is it y'all know when you need her? Like, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't bear the conversation 
because it was like four idiots there like literally like four complete fucking idiots like literal fucking idiots and they're making asses of themselves and it's like they're like oh i'm hoping so badly that um and i can't remember what fucking state passed that i want to say it was virginia or south carolina or something like that or maybe florida i don't know that they pass that critical race theory is no longer allowed to be in schooling that parents have the right to decide what their students do or do not learn and i'm like do you understand what your your kids are learning you already know that like most public school systems are fucked like the teaching is not even that great anyways in comparison to other countries we are behind in ways that like we can't even fathom anymore and you're upset that people are teaching critical race theory in your classes it's like do you know what america was built on do you know the issues that we're still dealing with today do you not see people like women's women's rights being taken away for their women's reproductive rights being taken away and you don't want to have the conversation how are you for grown-ass adults educated adults people who are making money who have children in this world and you don't understand the like importance of critical race theory critical gender theory critical ref feminism critical anything like do you not understand like the importance of any of these things and z-way is just there like <laughs> literally like her face is literally like shocked or sh- like she just didn't know what to say and then the the, the gold of her the, like again she her show kind of reminds me of the trixie and katya show yes. where the editing is just it is, it is <laughs> that fucking kiss at the end of it these dumbasses don't know what the fuck they're saying and at the end of it she does like a promo she's like critical she like breaks up their words where it's like critical race theory is like it should be important in school and i'm just like did they sign do they have to sign off of that because they're like so anti it like did they have to sign off and be like oh this is okay for you to do or not for you to do or is her show just going haywire? They're just doing whatever the fuck they want to do because they pay people to be on there. Yeah. It, it's genius. I think her show is absolute genius. Mm-hmm. I saw a couple like episodes on TikTok or like well, small videos on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, because I just got into it right before coming on here, and so I was like, huh, okay. I think it's funny as shit in these in what turned me off was the Chet, uh, Chet Hanks episode. I was like, yeah. he's, he really is like a fucking asshole. So I don't even know why she's bothering. But I saw one funny one where she um, edited stuff <laughs> where <laughs> the woman was like, I hate. And then she just like, and then they just edit her saying black, white, <laughs> Filipino, like all this stuff. <laughs> and I just think it's so funny. So oh I definitely God. want to see it, but I don't have Showtime money. Or oh, I know what I want to do for Showtime. You can do it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, so the whole new, this next season is going to be about to be late because her show really hit market this year. And so they got a lot of good celeb- good people on it. It used to I be just like TikTok. Mm, it's on YouTube. Well, it is, but... Yeah, it's also on YouTube. They You'll probably watch it like a day late, but yeah the first episode of the second season is on youtube that's where i watched it okay i mean the thing too is that like she interviewed Charlemagne the god yeah. that was the really first, that, was, yeah. that was the first one of the second of the second season and i, I 
she also interviewed Katya. She yes. has one interview with Katya in it. The thing is that, like, she's done people who, like, are clearly problematic, and then she's done people who are clearly extremely liberal. But then there's, like, this weird middle ground of people, too, because it's, like, the problematic people clearly don't... They don't know... Like, Charlemagne. We all know as Charlemagne as, like, clearly antagonizing Black women again and again on his show like that was the thing that he was feeding into and he was like oh you know like i've grown like i've grown past that and, da, 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 da. and it's like okay we can completely hear that you have grown past it can you acknowledge that you were wrong still and i think that that's the convert and i think that that's part of the conversation that she does so well is that she will then edit it so that they end up being accountable for the shit that they did you know like, <laughs> Or she puts it out there to, like, make it seem like, yes, Charlemagne for sure. If you see his recent shows, like, T.S. Madison was on it recently. Z-Way was on it. A couple other people who I, like, were on it too recently. And I've been listening to it. And for sure, he's gotten a lot better. The Breakfast Club doesn't feel that violent anymore. Um, But it doesn't mean that he still wasn't a dick, you know? And it doesn't mean that he's never had to publicly apologize for this shit. So it's like, you know, I think Z-Way does a great job of, like, kind of making them have to acknowledge the thing that they fucked up on too and then there was the one woman who was like really prolific who was on her show too and then she's a new yorker let me see if i can remember let me see if i can find her um elliot stabler is in the episode shut the fuck up no he's not yes girl episode episode four season one no this, oh, is, this is about to be watch, this i need to watch all of it yeah I'm, I'm happy for her. I think a lot of her show is satire, though. Um, and then a lot of her show is, like, hard-hitting questions with, like, a little bit of a, like, a comedian side. So it it relaxes yes. the guests a little bit more and they're able yes. to spill the beans a little bit. So Well, yeah. it's kind of like, what did I say? There's a truth to every joke. So, like, she's playing the, you know, like that sort of idea, too. Like, you see that. Yes. Oh, okay. So the person who she she um, interviewed was Fran Lebowitz, and so Fran Lebowitz is like you know she's this, she's been a New Yorker all of her life. She has several books, HBO documentaries. Like a lot of her career is like her really calling out people's bullshit and just being really prolific. Like she has really radical politics, but then she goes on Z Way's show, and it's like. Again, like you can just tell that like are her pad are her politics really that radical? You know, like and her politics are not as radical as you think it is. Like Z Way's clearly asking her, like, what do you want to see? Like, do you like do you not like I don't know? There was just something about I'm trying to remember exactly word for word, but or even there was like friendly but which was even like, oh, we're not supposed to talk about the Obama, like the Obamas being president. But this, you know, and then she talks about the Obamas. And it's like, girl, you really have complaints about Barack Obama, but you had she didn't say nothing about our recent President Trump or Biden. And so it was just like, you're not really as radical as everyone puts you out to seem. And you're literally making hundreds of thousands of dollars on being this quote-unquote radical white Jewish woman. And it's just like, girl, but you're not your politics actually don't align with like actual radical thinking. Like actual like thinking that will then dismantle the shit that we have today it's like i don't like it was like she was being pc about her politics it was, it was weird 
it was very weird but i like the way that z-way was like <laughs> like <laughs> i think someone called themselves like martin luther king and they were like Fran Leibowitz also has a dream. And I just, I just can't. <laughs> she's, she's comical genius. Like, she is genius. And I love her song, Don't Stop Being Poor. <laughs> Stop Being Poor? <laughs> hmm Yeah. She got a lot of hate for it, but there was like, do you not understand what satire is? Like, is satire too much of a, like... Uh, I don't that's know. The thing with high that- education yeah. concept that people most people don't get. I don't understand how people are not getting satire. We grew up watching Saturday Night Live, Mad TV. Like, how do you not know what satire is? The only reason why it's satire or like any humor in that sort of realm hits somebody is because they feel hurt. <laughs> yeah, because they're like offended. Yeah. yeah, it's like damn, they talk about me. Don't do that shit. That's what it. That's what I feel like it is. Uh, do y'all have any closing statements are we doing closing statements yet it's two two hours hours already oh my gosh yes ma'am oh shit Mm, time goes Um, by fast when you're having fun i I mean we we should review one of the z-way episodes next like next time yeah let's do that all right well what episode do we want to watch do we want to watch let's review let's review what's his name the tom hanks one Oh, God. Hanks. that's gonna be a short episode <laughs> there's not a lot <laughs> yeah i haven't even watched it yet i need to we'll, see what he's doing we'll okay let's review out. let's review season one episode one okay because i i haven't seen that one yet okay I'll figure that out. and then i'm gonna watch the um, the one with um elliot stabler or chris chris oh, maloney oh i like maloney especially when he was wearing that um the watermelon outfit. Oh, watermelon he, Oh, Chris Maloney. I got a story about him. He awoken my sexuality for sure. Okay, speak up, girl. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. Are we gonna wait till the episode comes? Out? We can wait till the next episode. So okay. put a pit in it, and we'll open it back up next episode. <laughs> We'll all talk about our love for Christopher Maloney, aka Elliot Stabler, because I he he is I used to have a crush on him too. Well, he was in a he was in a gay movie once, and I was turned on very much. So we'll talk all about it on our next episode of Can I Help You? Uh-huh. <laughs> thank you for watch- watching thank that's you for coming listening. that's for coming listening. soon watching is coming soon thank you for listening bye, bye. bye. bye.